Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Eureka. Eureka! Exactly. Brewerica. Not Eureka Springs. No, just Eureka. A Bruica is definitely the oh, go-to works. there. Yeah. Works. Yeah. So, wherever you are in it'll our do. green state. What now? I said it'll do. It'll do. That'll do, pig. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. It's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Everything available at the coffee shops, it's available right there. I mean, I guess I can't make you a hot drink. They're not going to ship you a hot drink. But other than that, they got you taken yeah, care let's, of. Let's be, let's be realistic here. You know what, I, what our expectations I, are. I mean, there's only I've, so uh, much that Shane can do. I've learned to, you got to spell some things out for people through the years. Yeah, sometimes, you do. Sometimes you got to do that. Strange so. Brew Coffee. some of our loyal listeners who we love very much. Very much. Our good friends over at PIP Printing and Signs, they want to remind you that, hey, if you're a business owner, you already spend money on printing. We're not asking you to spend new money. We're not asking you to buy something you don't already have. We're asking you to consider giving your business to PIP Printing and Signs to work with one of the state's leaders in marketing materials, a company that's been in business for over 30 years. It's bulldog-owned and operated, and is going to take whatever sale they make with you and give 10% of that right back to the Bulldog Initiative. Again, Whatever you're spending and printing right now, 10% of that could be going to Mississippi State's NIL collective without you doing anything extra. Now, that is a deal you cannot pass up. Call Camden Baker today at 601-499-5216 and get in touch with him and tell him you heard about this deal on Thunder and Lightning, and he'll take care of the rest for you. If you need printing, call Pip Pip today. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you have been searching for. Whatever it is. If it, clothes, great. But they've got stuff for your car, your tailgate, your house, everything to let everybody know that you are a loyal bulldog. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Startville's flagship restaurant the place to go for the best meal in town for lunch for dinner for sunday brunch the best meal in town is at restaurant tyler robbie falk and i will grab lunch this week at restaurant tyler that is a i make a solemn vow to you my friend i trust you on this it's gonna happen i trust you if if it doesn't happen this week then i got i got trust in you is gone i got nothing going on this week so you just gotta tell me a day and we'll go okay um, I'll figure it out later. All right, we don't have to do it right this second. So, uh, 
16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi here to serve you. That means if you live in Central Mississippi, there's a location near you. It means it's you're just a few you know, steps away from a banking relationship that's going to benefit you a long, long time. If you were using one of the big corporate banks right now and you're tired of that, you know, that lack of service, that lack of a front-facing operation, if you want to have all those financial options that those banks give you, but with the service that you expect from a local business, then you need to talk to the good people at Priority One Bank. If you're already a customer of Priority One Bank, you know all about their app. It's one of the better mobile ba- banking apps out there. You do a lot more on there than just move your money around. You, you can take care of a lot of your financial services. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. This is March, and it didn't get off to a great start for the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I feel like I, I didn't cover this particular uh, thought process enough that, hey, it was very possible for State to go to Auburn and just get beat up. Auburn's a good team. They're really tough to beat at home, and when they get hot, that crowd can carry them. And that's exactly what happened on Saturday uh, over at Auburn as Mississippi State fell behind early, uh, trailed by as many as 19 in the first half, and uh, ends up losing a 78-63 game. State cut it to, uh, what, they got it down to nine at one point in the second half, eight at one point in the second half, but could never string together stops and buckets enough to make it an actual competitive game. Uh, And so the Bulldogs drop. Uh, to 19 and 10 on the season. Uh, we will have to await the, the net rankings in the morning, but I wouldn't expect too much of a drop. Uh, the Ken Palm rankings came out. I think State dropped like two spots. So not, nothing big. It's a quad one loss on the road. You would have liked for it to have been closer, but it just kind of is what it is. Uh, Hubbard, another good game for him, 23 points. Tolu Smith, double-double, 14 and 10, but 6 of 15 for the floor for Tolu I mean, I'm just going to say this, and I love Tolu Smith, and I think he's a great player. I think he works really hard, and State would not be in the position they are in without him. But, man, that guy misses more shots at the rim than anybody I've ever seen. He just yeah. misses shots at the rim. Well, uh, he's kind of a finesse guy under there. Yeah. And, and sometimes bit. you just want him to just go up there and just stuff it. I mean, he's 16. Yeah. And, I, I mean, at the same time, like, his field goal percentage isn't terrible. No, it's, it's actually fine. It's actually really good. It's just yeah. – it could be so much better. He could be averaging 22, 23 a game if he made it. It's just so, like, it's so frustrating because he reaches up and he's touching the net. So, yeah. like, it's it looks so easy for him to score, but That's he'll, not, he'll lay it. it up and it'll rim around and, and things like that. That's kind of what we saw on, on Saturday, too. Uh, nobody else was more than six points for the Bulldogs. Their starters just didn't give them a lot outside of Hubbard and Smith. Cam Matthews, only three points. Cam Matthews, a minus... Uh, 14 on the day. Not great. That that hardly ever happens. Yeah, that's that's that is that is a day, that is not what you expect from Cam Matthews. Hubbard was minus 14 as well. Uh I'm sorry, minus 15. Um D- DJ everybody's in the negative. I mean, there's there's nobody in the positive except for Keyshawn Murphy. He was a plus one. So so congrats to Keyshawn. Uh Shaq had uh six points, bowled a couple of three pointers. Uh Sean Jones four points, DJ six. I mean, just, just not just not just not enough. And and Auburn got off to that fast start, and from there it was just downhill for Mississippi State. Dogs only shoot thirty nine percent, and they Auburn shoots fifty percent. That that's just a recipe for disaster, especially when you consider State shot fifty two percent in the second half. Uh, I mean they just they just did not shoot the ball. They were twenty six twenty seven percent in the first half, eight of twenty nine, one of ten from behind the arc 
in the first half. I mean, they, they just they put themselves into that that box and they weren't able to get out of it. And yeah, so, I, go ahead. I was just saying, and so we enter the final week of the season with state still in a good spot, still not on the bubble, still very much in the NCAA tournament, but feels like you'd like him to grab that win on Wednesday night and just go ahead and end this, and then you can sort of play pressure free on Sun on Saturday. Yeah, you really need to win this one. I mean, I I don't know who would want to go into that game against a South Carolina team that's still playing well, that has been able to win a couple of games on the road, and that one maybe not determines your NCAA fate, but I think could secure it. I don't know if you want to be in that position. I, I think, and you know, unfortunately, Texas A&M they come out and they win by 14 I think against Georgia mm-hmm. on Saturday so they're not going away that's not going to be an easy ball game for state but it's kind of the the hand they've been dealt and this is the this is one of the toughest SEC schedules I can remember for Mississippi State team and they just haven't had any letups they they had that stretch of I think uh, the five straight wins that was probably the most manageable part of their schedule was definitely the most manageable part of their schedule this year mm-hmm. at Georgia at home, Arkansas, Missouri, those three were games that you felt really good about getting. And then they took a couple other ones. Mm-hmm. This has not been an easy schedule to navigate. If state can get to nine and nine in the sec against this schedule, mm-hmm. this was a, as good a job as, you know, Chris James did last year. Uh, and that was a heck of a job last year. What the hand he was dealt there, but, with this team and with Tolu Smith out for non-conference play and all that, if you can find a way to win one of these next two, you are in the NCAA tournament, in my opinion. Everybody that's seen Mississippi State says they're an NCAA tournament team. You need one more, I think, to solidify that. Agreed. I agree with you. But I, this is kind of what I expected in this Auburn game. I'm, I just wasn't really surprised or upset or disappointed in State. I, I knew it was going to be tough for them to – be able to lock into what they wanted to do against Auburn because not many teams are able to play their style of play mm-hmm. at Auburn. Kentucky was. And I think to this point, that's the only team that has been able to beat Auburn at, at Auburn. Um, and and yeah. Auburn was not shooting the ball well that day. Kentucky was. You have to kind of get an off day from Auburn, and you've got to shoot extremely well. And it was one of the worst possible scenarios for you in the first half in that you didn't – do your part. You weren't making shots offensively, and they and were. Auburn was. Yeah. So I thought second half effort was great by Mississippi State. They outscored them by was it by four? They lost by correct. Yeah. Let me okay, still so, check here. No, only by two. Okay, but still, at least at the very least, they held serve. I mean, they got they got I mean, yeah. two more points in them. So like they almost doubled their offensive production. They went from twenty two points to forty one, and that wasn't Auburn laying off and letting State get easy buckets because the game was in hand. State State kept it at least interesting for most of the second half. And State was hitting shots. Josh Hubbard got hot. You know, mm-hmm. they started hitting shots and getting some stops on the other end, things like that. But that's just you know that that might be the best. Um, home team in the SEC in the country. It, it could be you. You could very well make that distinction. They're the best in the country at home. You want to hear an interesting um, stat about about Auburn uh, that I didn't know until today? I saw Cole Kublik tweet it. Auburn has twenty two wins on the season, right? Mm-hmm. All of their wins are by double digits. Yeah, it's they crazy. have not played. They have not won a close game this year. 
I need to, I should check their losses to see if they've which, lost the close game. Which I'm interested in, you know, in postseason play when that comes around and you're in a close game and you haven't won those close games this year, how do you react? Right. I, I think there's something to that sometimes. Auburn lost by six to Baylor, so there is a close loss in there. Uh, they lost by five to App State. So, uh, two, oh, two losses, both close. Uh, let's get down here. Close one to, all, to Alabama, lost by four. Close one to Mississippi State, lost by eight. And they did, they did lose in double digits to Florida. They lost by double digits to Kentucky. And then they lost by eight uh, earlier this week to Tennessee. So a little mixed bag there. But deep, but offensively, when they when they win, they win big. And they put up points. And, I mean, they're a good basketball team. There's no question about that. And, uh, you know, to, to beat a team like Auburn, you have to have the exact opposite happen of what happened today. You have to be the team that gets out to the fast start. You have to get that crowd out of the game. Instead, Auburn was hitting their shots early, got the crowd into the game, and then they just kind of, you know, rode the the wave the rest of the game, and uh, and were able to to put together a very convincing performance uh, against Mississippi State. So, we, I we don't bit. think this is going to hurt State. No, any. no not that much. The only thing, the only thing I think is that just it, it just puts a little more pressure on you this next week mm-hmm. to win a game. Yeah, and you know, I like State at home against South Carolina, but that again, I don't want this team facing that pressure because facing that pressure this year has not been great for them. They did beat Ole Miss, but you know they weren't able to beat Alabama when they had a lot of pressure on them with the sold-out crowd after they had beaten Tennessee, and they couldn't come up big against Kentucky. They need to be playing loose going to that ball game, and if your backs are against the wall there, you really need to win. I don't like that for this Mississippi State team. So it would be great if they could come out and get a win on uh, Wednesday, like we said, at A&M. You, you, you think about the way this season could finish. You, you talk about, you know, we think, we think they're in, but if they lose their last four in a row and then go to, the, to, go to Nashville and then go out there and you lose, you know, five in a row or five of your last six or something like that, I mean, they're going to look at that, you know, and yeah. you're going to drop to a point where you might be on the bubble. So yeah, it, it's it's imperative for state to just take care of their business. A and M, they got the win today, and that's a good win for them. But th- th- they are a very beatable basketball team. State should be able to go to College Station and get that win. They should be able to go to to, to play South Carolina here in Starkville and get that win. South Carolina had a nice win today, uh, beating Florida. Uh, that that did a lot for their tournament resume. So yeah, they're they're they've been really consistent this year. You keep waiting for them to kind of fall apart, and they haven't. They haven't, and then they're it's not. Been a great point. coaching job by Lamont Paris. I, I was not sold on him after last season. Correct, because they just didn't look better. They, a lot of times, I measure on like how good a coach is based on what if their team's getting better, and they just didn't look that way. And they had an NBA guy on their roster, but this team has has been well coached. Uh, he did a really good job in the portal, and they've kind of stayed together. You know, so it's been um, it's been a nice job by Lamont Paris. I think. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. So, did you watch any of the Kentucky uh, Arkansas game today? What a game. Both teams over 100. It's like an NBA game. I did not. Yeah, I I, I was not I, I I was not paying attention to that game. I was watching um uh Baylor and Kansas. And then I saw a clip that's that Arkansas had a, like a 4-point lead with 4 minutes to go. I was like, "What?" Yeah. And I fl- by the time I flipped over, Kentucky had grabbed the lead. And they end up like it was 112-101 or something like that. It looks like an NBA game. It's crazy. Kentucky, man. 
I didn't get a chance to watch much basketball because it You're was a beauty my pageant. My daughter's first ever beauty pageant. There you go. Awesome. And um, it was quite long, to say the least. They 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 can be that way. I think it was yeah. about two and a half hours long. It yeah. was rough. Yeah. So, I did. Um, you know, when when my daughter's crew moved out of the way and they went to the next class, I turned on the Mississippi State baseball game. As you should, as one does. So good day for our daughters. My 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 youngest uh, made the Startville High School dance team today. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I got a reason to go to Starkville High game. I'll see you. I'll see you on Friday nights, my friend. Is that a new? Is that a new thing? Because I, I saw them. I think this year. That's the first time I remember there being a dance team at football games. You don't know. I have no clue whatsoever. You don't ask questions. I don't. I don't. Just let me tell you what happened. Something. I'm sitting there. I'm watch. I was watching um, Oregon Arizona. By the way, I, Arizona had 100 points in that game with like six minutes to go. I was like, they're going to get like 125 points. They ended up really turning it down. So I'm just sitting there. Emily's on the couch. I'm not, I'm totally zoned out, just sort of wa- passively watching the game. And all of a sudden she starts screaming. And I, I was just like, <laughs> what happened? Because it scared the crap out of me. And she, she had made the team. I was like, y'all always got to celebrate that in the hospital with your dad having a heart attack. <laughs> Let's calm down a little bit. So. Anyway, very well, happy. Congratulations to Emily. Yeah, That's I'm cool. excited. I'm excited. So uh, let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our good friends. Oh, I just got a text. It made me laugh. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'll send you that picture later. That's really funny. Uh, if you're listening, uh, who sent that to him? Ryan Nelson sent it to me. So he'll know that this was when we recorded. Uh, Let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. And guys, the weather is fantastic this weekend. It has been this weekend. It's going to be next weekend. This is a great weekend for grilling. Fire up the grill and nothing will beat the sizzle of beef. You have never, not once in your life, made anybody mad by saying you were going to cook a mistake. I promise you that. So, Head to your local grocery stores, your meat markets, your butcher shops. Talk to those guys there and put some beef on the grill this weekend. Grilling season is year-round. It certainly is if we're going to have weather like this. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. And guys, gals, I can't make it any simpler than this. If you want to have a great meal in a great location, if you want to enjoy some awesome food, not just barbecue, but smoked southern soul food, then you're going to make a trip to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. We love it there. You can see us there all the time. We, I feel like we're sort of like the hair club for men there. You know, We're not we're not just uh, advertisers for Two Brothers Smoked Meats. We're also a client. We, we, we eat there as often as the we least. can. Yeah. So, say the least. Yeah, I've, it, it may actually be pretty close to a push what they spend with us and what we spend with them. It's right. pretty close. So, well, well, you know, we put in our hard we put in our hard earned uh, money into this uh, this establishment. We're not just accepting yeah. theirs, right? Yeah, we we, we we're we, doing we, our part. Believe we, us. we we're we're with them one hundred percent, and you should be too. Head over to Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products, great service is what every business promises you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they've been doing it for 49 years. You can trust a business open that long 
you know they take care of their customers. They, You know that service after the sale isn't just something they put on, on the wall or on a flyer. It's something they are actually doing. So when you buy a product from Advantage Business Systems, you buy a new copier or a new printer, a new laptop, when something goes wrong and you need service, when you call them back, you can trust that it's going to be fixed in a speedy and efficient fashion. Now, a lot of times they're going to be able to take care of your products the same day because they are in Mississippi just like you. So give them a call, 601-362-9192, or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Maroon & Co. is the home of some of the greatest Mississippi State logo where there is. It's time to start making changes. It's time to get the banner M out, get the state script in. And if you haven't done it yet, well, what are you waiting for? So head over to Maroon & Co. today. If you're going to be on campus, if you're going to be headed to Davis Way, to Duty Noble, to the Hump, for whatever reason, make sure you make a trip to Maroon & Co. before you punch your ticket. This is what we got to say about baseball. We said last week they had to go undefeated this week. They went undefeated this week. And I saw this stat. I, I, I may have been Hale State baseball. Let me see if I can find it, Robbie. It may have been you about the pitching. Did you tweet this, or was that was that straight from uh, MSU baseball? It was, oh, no, it was our friend Jack Byers who tweeted it. Let me, let me get the stat here. Because I thought it was very impressive. So, on the weekend... State's starting pitching combines for 19 and two-thirds innings, 12 hits, one earned run, 27 strikeouts to only five walks. I don't really care who you're playing. That's impressive. And certainly when you contrast it with a season ago, you and I both know the numbers were not like that a season ago. That's an impressive weekend of pitching. You played Now, look, they played a really bad team. Mount St. Mary's, that's a bad team. But what do they do, Robbie? What do I always say? When you play a bad team, you should beat them badly. That's what Mississippi State did this weekend. So I give them full credit. They had to get wins. They had to stop the bleeding. They did that. Now they have a, a week coming up with a game against Southern Mississippi uh, in the midweek. That's going to be a, a very big challenge for the Bulldogs. But if nothing else, Robbie, they took care of their business this week and gave themselves a little bit of momentum. Exactly. And you mentioned the the pitching. And the, the strikeout-to-walk ratio has been – just night and day. And I, I know you're going to have some games like you did last week with, with Cal Steven who comes out there and he's up 0-2 or 1-2. He's getting ahead in the counts and they're just they're just seeing them really well and they're getting hits. And he, they did that a little bit to him on Saturday, but it didn't really – you know, they didn't score a lot of runs on it. Yeah, he scattered hits is how you would put it, yeah. More often than not – I promise you, I will put my life savings on it. If you're throwing strikes, you're going to get outs. If you're walking, guys, if you're walking the park, you're going to lose games. And that's what happened to Mississippi State last year. They just didn't throw strikes. Mm -hmm. I will take somebody getting 11 runs like Georgia Southern did against Cal Steven mm -hmm. or you know, however many, they six or seven, however many he gave up. I'll take that all day. If, if they're just beating you, if they're just – knocking the ball around the park, there's certainly some things that you can tweak there, but you're getting ahead in counts. You're doing your job. And they're hitting the ball in play, and it's just finding holes, and that's something that you just tip your hat to. What you can't have and what I can't stand is seeing somebody that just doesn't compete with the zone. Mm -hmm. And we saw it from almost every single pitcher last year. I think Nate Dome and 
Um, trying to think who else last year. Only a couple of guys last year really competed with the zone. Aaron Nixon. Strikes. I would say he competed. Aaron Nixon, yeah. exactly. Those were really the only two that just didn't have many problems with the right. walks. Right. And I'll, I'll take people just beating the ball around yeah. the yard. If you get day. hits, you get hits. I can, yes. I can, I could totally live with it. Yeah. And that's I, what I happened today. I mean, yeah. What happened all weekend? I thought Dome really competed. Mm-hmm. Cal Steven really competed. And although uh, Durangelo walked four guys, that was the best game quite possibly he's thrown at Mississippi State. Yeah. And you can live with all three of those performances. I don't know if Mississippi State's going to be able to replicate that most SEC weekends. I don't mm-hmm. know. But if you're getting five, six innings from those three and you just find a way to piece it together with other bullpen pieces, you've got a really good pitching staff for this year. And it's going to get tougher. There's no doubt about it. But I like the trend of what we've seen from this Mississippi State staff. We've seen really maybe two bad games from pitching so far. Mm-hmm. And that was Georgia Southern and mm-hmm. the second Austin P game. Right. Um, I didn't think the first one was. was no, they lost three two. Pitch. Yeah, yeah. Those really the only two games that they've struggled, and they struggled against almost everybody in non conference play last year. Yeah. So this this is a tremendous step in the right direction. You hope that offense is going to be more consistent, although they got some big hits late in the ball games. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just not a whole lot that you can complain about with this weekend. They needed to come out and uh, sweep the series, and they did that. You mentioned Gerangelo. Yeah, four walks, but he only gives up two hits, and he struck out ten. I mean, you, yeah. you, you're willing to, to live with those kind of numbers. Three, only, almost seven innings. If I'm going to nitpick, I, since that first weekend, Cam Schulke has not been great. That That's the one, if I'm if I'm going to find a negative, that's a guy that, like, that first weekend you saw him and you were like, wow, he could be a big piece for State. He he didn't pitch well against Austin P. And then you look at what he did today, only threw a third of an inning, faced three batters, and gave up two hits. Not great. Not great. But, you know. Well, he came in for Gerangelo, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I mean, he gave up hits in the first two batters, but he, he got out of it. One yeah. thing I'll say about Cam is he will fight. Mm-hmm. He You know, he might give up a hit. He might walk a guy, but he's going to fight in an at-bat. And he's going to fight to get out of an inning. It doesn't really phase him. Um, he's going to have to be really crafty with what he does because he just doesn't have the velocity. That's just not the type of pitcher that he is. Um, he's going to be a guy that's going to have to manipulate the zone a little bit, manipulate hitters, that whole you know three-arm slot deal that he does. He's going to mm-hmm. have to do that. He's going to have to throw strikes. But also probably going to have to keep it low and – pitch with some sink and make sure because you know if you're not throwing with velocity yeah yeah a fat one right down the middle you're pitching bp but i think he's fine uh i but yeah that that probably was one of the you know not the great most expiring moments of the weekend but he did get out of that inning he didn't let it snowball when he allowed those first two hits yeah an undefeated week this week was necessary this past week. You had to have it. This week, an undefeated week would be really, really exciting because, you know, beating Southern Miss, Evansville as a team, as I, as I recall last year, had, had a pretty good record. They just play, play in a one-bid league. One, one-bid league. There we go, Brian. We said it correctly. Um, so going undefeated this week would, you know, 
A, would be a nine-game winning streak, but B, it, it would just... It would, re- I think, it would show that maybe they're they're starting to come out a little bit. One thing I want to mention before we get out of here, David Mershon, that's a guy who's seeing the ball really well right now. His addition to this lineup has been a part of why State has started putting some things together offensively. Yeah, he's, and uh, you know, he's always. Gonna I know he's be, a favorite of yours. Yeah, I, I just love those kind of players, man. I, I watched him walk up to the freshman Luke Dotson when I was sitting in the pageant trying to work through three hours of um, of that. I watched him walk up when when Dotson had hit a little bit of a struggle there, whatever inning he came in, and allowed a couple of base runners, got down two or three zero in the count, and he came back and got an out. Mershon walked up from second base, tapped him on the shoulder, and said, "Hey, man, this is fine. You're good. Just focus, throw strikes, compete. We'll make some plays behind you." And he got out of the inning uh, a couple of guys later. So. That's the kind of player that he is, but it's not just the leadership thing. I mean, he's just a really good baseball player, man. And the way that he's seeing the baseball right now is is next level. Uh, batting 500 through seven games, he's almost leading the team in hits, and he's played in five less games than some of these other guys. Mm-hmm. That That's just where he is right now. A couple of doubles, a couple of triples, 12 RBI. He's almost the leader in RBI, too. Uh, this is a guy that was sorely missed in those first five games. Mm-hmm. And you look at what they did in the first five games. They were like, what, two and three? Yeah. Three of their four losses, or whatever they have right now, I think it's four, mm-hmm. without David Mershon. That's a huge addition back in this lineup. And so is Logan Kohler, who made maybe the best play that I've seen from a third baseman in a long time at Mississippi State. Yeah, I saw that play, and I was just – that's something that was missing from Mississippi State a year ago. A year ago, that's a base hit. No, yeah. no question about it. It's an extra base hit in all likelihood. Kohler has provided some some great, much-needed solidity on, on the hot corner there. So good weekend for the Diamond Dogs. We'll see if they can continue uh, along that path. All right, uh, Tuesday show. Uh, I don't know yet. We will uh, – a uh, little heads up. We're recording this on a, on a Saturday. So tomorrow, Sunday, is the uh, final women's game of the regular season. And but Robbie, that's a team that desperately, desperately needs a win just to make, just to settle themselves down going into postseason and make sure that they are going to be a part of the big dance. Uh, so we we will recap that game on Mondays, uh, I guess on Tuesday's show. Also, as I promised, uh, next week we're going to start doing some uh, some spring football, uh, both here at Mississippi State and around the SEC. We'll do a positional breakdown this week. We'll start off with the quarterback position. And we will do uh, a positional break or a team breakdown. We'll start with the Alabama Crimson Tide. A lot different since the last time we talked about Alabama, uh, as from a from a preview standpoint. So looking forward to that conversation uh, later this week, guys. I mean, and, and a shout out too to the uh, softball team. They're yeah. fifteen and three. They're they're really good. I think they're really good. Really, I think this is a really good team. Yeah, now, well, um, I mean, but we, we've seen they've beaten some... ranked teams. They've been able to beat ranked teams thus far. We've seen some fool's gold with this softball program before. They've racked up some wins early, and they just kind of faltered in SEC play. But this team has had now um, three run rule wins this weekend, and they've played two back-to-back days, I think, of double headers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, they played Thursday, Friday, and then two on Saturday, and then they're going to play uh, two more on Sunday. They have a chance to win six games 
I think this weekend yeah. and and get to a seventeen and three moving into next week's conference play with Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. It's a good team. Now that they need to win conference games, but this is a top twenty team. Um, so yeah. great job by Samantha Ricketts because last year was a disappointing year. Yeah, almost every year, every single team in the SEC goes to the NCAA regionals, and Mississippi State did not do that last year. Right. So. They were uh, they did a great job in the offseason kind of retooling this lineup a little bit and getting some players out of the portal. Um, getting a new pitching coach, I think, has really helped. This is a, a good-looking team right now. Agreed. Agreed 100%. All right, guys, back with you tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.